What's up, guys? East vs. West podcast, and today we're going to be getting into the first round mock draft um, before the NFL draft tomorrow night. I'm Johnny Rich. I'm Jake Schwanitz. And let's get into it. All right, so the way we split it up is that I would have the odd picks, Jake would have the even picks. Besides number five, which is the Broncos, Jake's team, he will take the fifth and sixth pick, and I will take the third and fourth. And then it will be odd even from there on out. Also, uh, should we we should state, uh, are we doing this these picks as if we're the GM, or are we doing what we think is going to happen No, tomorrow? we're doing these picks as if we were the GM. Okay, let's do it. All right, so I have number one, and it is Cleveland's pick. And Cleveland, I've said it a few times that Baker Mayfield is my number one guy in the draft, but mm-hmm. I don't know if Cleveland can manage that type of personality and if that's the type of player they need right now. Um, I think Sam Darnold offers a very high ceiling and is almost just as good of a prospect. And that's why I'm going to take Sam Darnold. QB from USC, number one to the Browns. I like it. I think that can up tomorrow night. All right, number two, um, New York Giants. Um, this is kind of a tough one. Uh, this this pick, I think, really determines how this draft is going to go. Um, if I was GM of the New York Giants, I mean, I'm sorry, but Eli Manning's 38 years old. You have Davis Webb and uh, – I mean, get Geno Smith back there last year. Let's let's get this thing fixed on the quarterback end. I think they'll go Josh Rosen. Um, I don't know how much faith this new regime has in Eli. I know the franchise and ownership really backs him. Um, but the guy's just not a great quarterback anymore. I think they go Rosen here. Uh, let him All sit right. for maybe a year. Rosen at two. All right, I like the pick. Um, all right, so I have the third pick now with my team, the New York Jets, and I am happy as can be right now because my guy, Baker, Broadway Baker, Mayfield, <laughs> to the Jets. Already throwing yeah. out the nicknames, huh? What? Already throwing out the nicknames, huh? Yeah. Um, and then I'm back on the clock at four, and wow, what a draft for – the Browns, if this happens, at four, you have Saquon Barkley fall to you. And this Pretty franchise incredible. is going to be changed in one draft. Um, I think this four picks another big pick here. <clears throat> um, I think if it shakes out the way we have it with three QBs going first, I think Cleveland may look to trade that fourth pick because uh, already I three. I think, though, because I almost, I almost think – that Cleveland, if they don't love one of the quarterbacks, they could take Saquon one and then take one of the quarterbacks at four. If, they, if Josh Allen's really their guy, they can get him at four. I'll tell you what, that's a ballsy move, though, man. Uh, if I'm Cleveland and I'm looking for a quarterback, I want to make sure that I get my guy. Of course, but get... I'm just saying if you don't see much separation between your guys or if you can get your guy later, it's just a thought. But, yeah, I think they get a steal getting Saquon Barkley at the fourth pick, and that's – Absolutely. That's franchise change and getting Darnold and Barkley. But and for breaks, now, we're just doing no trades. So Yeah, and that breaks my heart because I think uh, Denver with uh, Saquon would be unreal. Um, it propelled them back to being a contender or at least a playoff team, um, which makes this fifth pick even tougher. Um, 
only quarterback on the board really, or in this area, would be uh, Josh Allen. And I just can't see the Broncos going Josh Allen after the Paxton Lynch disaster. I, just, um, I also think the Broncos have more needs at corner and edge, O-line. I agree. Um, I think Case Keenum can definitely get the job done there. Yeah, they have needs all over the place. Uh, here at the fifth pick, though, I think I'm going to go Quentin Nelson. We're gonna, that's, that's a good pick. We're going to sure up this O-line here. Um, it's been a problem going on four years now. Let's Let's try and plug some holes and get a decent squad up front and maul some people. Uh, so that brings me to number six, um, Indianapolis. Again, if this shakes out the way it does right here and there's Josh Allen sitting there, I mean, teams are going to be looking to trade up and trade out of these spots uh, to get that Josh Allen pick. Uh, for the Colts' sake, though, again, another team with a lot of needs. Um, you know, Chubb's the guy that's been slotted to them all year. Uh, I think I'm going to put him here too, Bradley Chubb. Uh, give him some presence on the defensive front. Maybe a bit of a pass rush from Chubb. Let's see if the defense can kind of pull, start to pull some of the weight in Indianapolis. I agree. I think Chubb would be a huge time player for Indy. All right, um, we got you at seven now, right? I think he would be a big steal getting him at six um, when that was the guy they might have gotten at three anyways. Yeah, exactly. So I don't hate that. Um, so number seven, Tampa Bay. Um, my needs for them, top needs are running back cornerback, D-line, and safety. Um, I think in this seventh spot right here, you have to be thinking Denzel Ward. Um, guy's going to be a beast. Uh, Ohio State's starting to produce these guys like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's too much value at seven, and it can be uh, really big for them with Brent Grimes starting to get older. Um Burton Hargraves not kind of playing the, up to his potential that you knew he had. Absolutely. So, number eight. All right, Chicago. number eight. Let's go Chicago. Um, wow. Let's see what we got here. Hmm. Chicago gets a little hurt from that. Yeah, Chicago's in a tough spot here. Um. I'll tell you players I'm looking at, though. I'm looking here at some of the safeties, uh, either Derwin James or Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, maybe throw in a linebacker there. Maybe you could see Tremaine Edmonds or Roquan go here, too. I was thinking, yeah. Um, because they really fixed that offense this year. Um, I mean, I'm hesitant to say fixed, I guess, because we haven't seen him play. But they really did all that they could to try and give Trubisky a chance. Um, I think Matt Nagy's going to come in and have a really positive impact on his game. So, uh, yeah, I think you stripped the defense here. Um, I'm going to go safety. I'm going to go someone who's a, a boss in the middle of the field. I'm going to go Derwin James. Give him a presence in the middle. Scare teams to throw deep on them. And uh, Chicago football. Exactly. Let's get back to playing some defense, get some monsters in the midway there. I like it. Um, all right, so that brings me to nine for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, this is interesting. Um, with Foster now facing those charges, they have yeah. a chance to steal. Um, in my opinion, it would be Tremaine Edmonds because he's just so versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love Minka helping their secondary, which is also important. Yeah. But to me, Tremaine Edmonds' value at nine is just too high. This is a guy who you can plug. 
just about anywhere in the linebacker positions he can cover. He's still raw. He's getting better. He can stop the run. The guy's a machine. He plays mm-hmm. with a motor. Um, and I think he's just too too high of a value to take him off there. I have him yeah. as my number four value player in the draft. So uh-huh. I think nine's a good spot. And I think, wow, that's a steal for San Fran. Yeah, and it makes sense. With this whole Reuben Foster situation folding out, you know what? Might as well just play it safe. Get yeah, yourself another another boss in the middle. Good either way. Yeah, I know. That's probably not going to shake out to their liking. And uh, we'll see if uh, Roquan Smith plays another down of football here. Yep. Or, um, sorry, Reuben Foster. Uh, <laughs> giving away your 10th g- pick? Gave away my next pick. Sorry about All that. Right. But, um, I mean, I think it's been the most obvious tr- pick in the draft to this point is – I mean, Roquan yeah. Smith to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, this team has needed some linebacker and secondary help for years now. Uh, let's give them some blue chip prospects in that area. See if they can start to turn it around on the defensive end. Now, so do you Oakland, think he'll fall to ten. I think I definitely think so. That there's a chance. Um, you know, I was talking to a buddy that's a Raiders fan uh, earlier in the week about this. He really wants them to go secondary and. With the way that our draft shook, shook up, uh, we had Denzel Ward and Derwin James in back-to-back picks. Um, if Minka gets taken and it's all three of those secondary guys before Oakland picks, I mean, you're kind of going to be forced to go linebacker, wouldn't you think? I mean, I, uh, I who else would you do. go? Um, all right, so I got pick 11, which is the Miami Dolphins. And to me, this is a really, really tough pick. Um, D-line's their top concern, and then it's mm-hmm. linebacker. But mm-hmm. an 11th pick at this value for linebacker, I just don't see it in any other position, any other guys except for Roquan and um, Tremaine. So I mm-hmm. think they get the raw end of the stick there. Yeah. So their third concern to me is QB. Um, what I actually really would like from them here mm-hmm. is I would go Lamar Jackson because I think Ryan Tannehill still has two, maybe a couple years or so. Yeah, And I think that Lamar is the type of guy that can learn, that can flourish in his home state, um, and that can just sit down and kind of learn how to be a pro, um, yeah. work on his footwork. And I think he's a really good fit um, for just being able to develop there and getting better as a player. Sure. Uh, it's interesting. In Lamar's first year, depending on where he goes, if he goes to a place with a, like a Sam Bradford or a Ryan Tanhill already in place um, – He's not going to be your traditional sit guy, I don't think. I mean, the guy has obvious talent. He's fast as hell. I think he'll be on the field still as a rookie, even if he might not be the starting quarterback. You want to hear a stat on Lamar, too? Let's hear it. Um, Lamar is the most efficient quarterback when throwing the ball on the right side of the field, deep and intermediate. Um, hmm. And a lot of that is because his footwork uh, when he's throwing there is more natural to him. Yeah. But when he throws to the left side of the field, if you watch, he just looks, it looks funny. It doesn't look the same. Yeah. And I think that's something that can be coached. And I think that's something that can be taught when you're sitting mm-hmm. on the bench and learning. Um, Overall, his footwork's pretty inconsistent though. I mean, a lot of times we'll see him. I agree. Throws. A lot of times. But I'm just saying just on the right base. side, he's definitely a little better. And yeah. part of that problem is because he just has such a strong rifle that it's easy for him. So that yeah. he never really had to learn the proper technique. Uh-huh, definitely agreeing. Um, but all right, so number 12 is the Buffalo Bills, and they can still get their guy. Yeah, and I think that's where they go here. I think they're going to go Josh Allen here. Um, I think so. Get themselves a quarterback that they can uh, 
kind of get some hope behind. Um, I might not be the biggest believer in him, but I think that uh, Josh Allen, I think he'd be better than A.J. McCarron. Um, and that you have A.J. McCarron to let him sit a year too. So I think this is a decent situation for Josh Allen. It could work here. All right. Um, so we go to 13, and now we're at Washington. Um, Washington's also another one that needs a lot of defensive help. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if somehow Quentin Nelson had fallen here, uh, that would have been a steal. Yeah. And I love Mo Hurst. I love Vita Vey, but I don't think either of them are worthy of the 13th pick. Mm-hmm. So I think Josh Jackson's value, the Iowa cornerback, yeah. is just too high for uh, Washington to pass up on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he brings that next corner to their team. Um, I think he'd be a really big help for them. Uh, great man coverage corner. Yeah. All right, 14 here. We got Green Bay. Um, I think it's got to be a defensive pick, right? Yeah. Um, That's what I would think. That's how um, we're D-line, linebacker, corner, and a guard. I'm kind of looking at an edge here. Uh I'm yeah, thinking maybe Harold Landry here. I think that's what I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Harold Landry to a good pick. Green Bay here. I like Harold Landry. Um, in our mock draft for SIS, he fell to the second round, which yeah, is 33. a crime. I don't know yeah. how that happened. but After doing all these mock drafts and stuff, it's interesting, man. There's going to be some real talent that does fall to the second round this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think this class has a decent amount of talent for sure. All right, so I have Arizona at 15. Um, Top needs, QB, O-line, wide receiver, corner. Um, We got five QBs off the board already, right? Uh, We do. Yeah. Um, So I think at 15, I think Arizona waits and – they could go a few different ways here. They could go online. They could go receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Connor Williams. I was thinking tackle here as well. Uh, they lost Feld here in the offseason, traded him yeah. to Denver. Yeah. So you got a spot um, at left tackle available. I really – don't get me wrong. I like Mike McGlinchey, but to me, Connor Williams offers more of a positive upside just because he's a better pass blocker. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's also a decent running blocker. Um, McGlinchey actually struggles a bit yeah. in pass coverage. Or, uh, yeah, pass coverage. So, to me, I like Connor Williams here. Um, although he might not be the greatest player ever, I think he's going to be a consistent 10- mm-hmm. to 12-year uh, pro in the league if he stays healthy and really gets after it. All right, 16. We got the Baltimore Ravens. Um I'm just going to double check here. Minka Fitzpatrick is still on the board, correct? Um, Pretty sure he is. Yeah, wow. So I'm going to go uh, the Aussie Newsom-Alabama connection again. I'm going to go Minka Fitzpatrick here to Baltimore. Um, okay. This would be incredible for Baltimore, I think. Uh, yeah, you get another cover player in the secondary. Um, that defense has always been ferocious there. Now you just make them a, even a bit more harder to attack. That would be great for Baltimore. All right, good pick. Um, As you're seeing, look at the players that you can get um, Mm -hmm. even later. There's so much talent. Uh, 
could really shape out any way. Yeah. And I think all these top teams, as long as they find a guy that's going to fit their needs and fit what their culture is and buy into what they're going to do, mm-hmm. I think every all of these top 15 teams or so have a chance to get themselves a real good player. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'd even say the first round, you're probably pretty much guaranteed to get a player that you'll at least entertain that fifth-year option on because there is so much talent here. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this draft and this draft class. It's been so much fun um, yeah. watching these guys and learning from them. All right, so that brings me to the Chargers. Um, need help at offensive tackle, linebacker, D-line, maybe QB. Um, I think this is a tough spot. Uh, I agree. Um, there's a lot of things you could do here. Um, different ways you could go. I'd be looking at a defensive tackle if I was the Chargers here, I think. Yeah, I think that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to go pending on Mo, Mo Horst um, uh-huh. being healthy and his heart condition, all that. I don't really know enough about that. I don't know if there's enough information on that, to be honest, yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I know, if he's, if I think that won't be the biggest concern and something he can play with, um, then I have to go him at 17. The guy's got rare first step quickness mm-hmm. um, for a year starter. Um, guy's a good player. You know, I saw a Twitter rumor yesterday that Maurice Hurst might drop into day three, which would be insane just on the talent alone that this guy can bring to the table. Heart condition? I think so. Um, I still have yet to see anything real definitive about that. Um, Michigan was aware of it coming in. They cleared him. Uh, Michigan cleared him again after the latest event at the combine, I think it was, where he was held out of activities. Yeah. So it's all just down to these NFL teams and how they clear this guy um, and whether they're willing to trust their medical staff. But that makes sense. Whoever gets him is going to get rewarded with a special talent on the defensive line. All right, so I'll scratch Mohurst um, with the health concern. Too much uh-huh. question mark. Um, won't leave that area. So I still like D line, and for me, I'm going to go Marcus Davenport. Okay. Um, real good defensive end. Uh, I think he's still a little raw, and I think he's going to get better. He has some inconsistencies, but overall the guy shows glimpses of being real good. Um, I think he's going to be a good starter anywhere he goes. Man, Davenport and Bosa on the offensive line with Ingram. Oh, my gosh. That's what I'm thinking. They really sure it up. Um, that would be the, just and then nasty. to be honest, although they still need help in the interior of that defense, I think that running game gets better just because they can put more people in the interior because mm-hmm. of how much of a presence they have on both ends. True. And then you add Ingram onto it too. Wow. Yeah. Now Ingram can even help in the run a little more. There's a ton of different stuff you can do like that. So Chargers, Marcus Davenport, um, 18th pick is Johnny. Seattle. I got you there. I thought I lost you. No, you got me. All right, cool. So we're at 18. Yep. Uh, Seahawks. I think they're going to go a local kid here. Uh, keep the kid. Keep the guy in Washington. We're going to go Vita Vea. Uh, after seeing uh, Michael Bennett depart for Philly. I think you're going to get another presence inside there. Try and keep uh, – I know it's 
pretty much in shambles now, but try and keep somewhat of the Legion of Boom effect. Try and scare some teams with that defense still. I like it. Um, I think when you speak of Vita Vea, I think he would fit right into that type of defense. Yeah. Just um, let him eat up the middle. Yeah, definitely a fan of him in Seattle. Um, 19, so this is interesting. I have Dallas. Um, they have wide receiver, D-tackle, linebacker, guard. Does the first to receiver me, come off the if, board here? To me, if receiver's there, um, this is what I'm going to say. I'm a big fan of DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. But I think it's underappreciated how well Calvin Rad- Ridley runs his routes. Um, I think it's scary. Um, mm-hmm. And he could really develop like great potential. And if I'm the Cowboys and I'm at 19, I think Calvin Ridley offers too much of an upside to pass here. And I think mm-hmm. they're getting a decent value grabbing him. Um, so I take Calvin Ridley. Um, but if they went DJ Moore, I wouldn't hate it either. Mm. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a big fan of the pick. I'm not a big Calvin Ridley fan. Um, I got concerns about his size, uh, whether he can create after the catch. He's not that small. He's not that small, but I mean, I'd rather he's take like someone six, like He's like 6'1", 215. Oh, man, I don't know if he's breaking 200. I saw him listed at 190. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, right especially the fact that the guy's 23, 2, or 24, whatever he is. I mean, he's not going to really build up much more than what he's already at. Um, I don't know. I think he's a real good football player. No, I think he's a nice football player. 6'1", 195. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, so that's a bit concerning to me. But the the kid has some pretty natural hands. Um and his route running is just so crisp and clean. I think uh, that's why he'll be able to create space in the secondary. Yeah. Is because of how good his out route running is. And mm-hmm. I don't know. The guy's just – he's been a stud at every level. Um, I mean, the route running definitely been his Alabama bread and brother. Alabama receivers, they have pretty good track record. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's got really good speed. He had 15 bench reps. That's not bad at all. Um, for a guy who's 190, that's actually somewhat impressive. There are linemen who only did 14. Oh, yeah. Um, his vert was 31. His broad jump, 110. He's a pretty explosive guy. Um, for me, he's just smooth. Um, oh, he is. He's buttery smooth. Yeah. Uh, so, for me, for him, if he can learn how to really get off press coverage and beat a guy with his hands and his quickness – I think he becomes a true number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he can't do that, I think his, uh, I think he's still due for a strong number two wide receiver career. Um, I definitely I think see he's that from someone Ridley. who's going to help out a franchise each year. It'll be interesting, though, if he is taken at this spot, how he handles the being – he's basically going to be the guy if he goes to Dallas or whoever goes to Dallas uh, as a wide receiver in this spot. It's true. You're going to be treated as the guy coming in. So uh, it's true. I think. Uh, we'll s- I think if Calvin Ridley's there at 19, I think that's Jerry Jones' pick all over. We'll find out tomorrow night. That's for sure. Yep. All right. So Detroit uh, at 20. Detroit at 20 here. Um, you know what I was thinking like, today? What's you think that? It was interesting. They released Eric Ebron um, after he started showing a little bit of a glimpse this year. You know what? Uh, I don't know how I feel about Ebron. Uh, he's been so up and down his whole career. Me too, but I'm just saying from last year, I started to see a lot I liked. Yeah. 
Um, well, would you go tight end here then to replace that? I don't know. For me, this pick for Detroit, it would really be up for me between probably the running back, either Geis um, or Hayden Hurst. Oh, man. I just I don't know if Detroit takes a running back here. That's just not the smart pick. Um, I guess, but at some point they're going to have to get a guy. Yeah, but especially in this draft with all the backs, you think you can It just wait depends here. on how they value their second back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just saying it's an idea. I think I'm going to go defensive line here, try and sure that up for them a bit. Um, we'll go Taven Bryan. Let's get him some strength down in the middle. Taven Bryan? Yes, sir. Think that's going to hurt Stafford? I mean, doesn't really have a running back, doesn't really have a tight end. Those are two important, I think, important things in today's NFL's offense. Yeah, but I think you come around second round, you can grab yourself no, uh, definitely. Um, a Nick Chubb or whoever's there. It'll come down to how well they draft, but yeah, definitely a thought. All right, so no, 21, I have Cincinnati. Um, for me, I think they definitely need an offensive lineman. Absolutely. Um, Hmm. I think you know, this I saw... is where McGlinchey goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mike McGlinchey's still good. Uh, I think he'll fit in in AFC North football. He's got that kind of mean, yeah, uh, Irish to him. <laughs> just like Quentin Nelson. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you watch those guys, they just oh, they're they people, people all year. They're not nice. Um. um... I saw a local uh, Cincinnati guy. Apparently, he's gotten like he's guessed the first round pick the past uh, like nine out of the last ten years. Really? And uh, his guy in this spot was Frank Ragnow. Frank Ragnow. Yeah, I like so Frank that would be something. Um, I have him high. Seem I, I enjoy. Uh, I've enjoyed watching film on a bunch of these guards. Um, mm-hmm. I like and and tackles. I've liked McGlinchey. I like. Uh, Isaiah Wynn, I like Mike Price, I like James Daniels. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of talent. There is. Uh, it's going to be refreshing for the National Football League to actually get some good interior linemen. Yeah. All right, so Buffalo uh, at 22. They finally got another pick. Buffalo at 22. Oh, man. The Buffalo Bills. Let's see what we got here. Um, you know, that secondary looked really nice last year. How do you think uh, Leighton Vander Esch fits in there? I think that would be uh, someone that could do some damage at that spot. That's my third ranked inside linebacker. I could definitely yeah. see that. Um, yeah, with the way McDermott's built that team and just kind of in that Carolina mold, um, let's get him someone that can kind of fill that Luke Keekley role. Yeah, be, uh, the one problem the between leader. them is Luke Keekley was way better in coverage, so he's just going to have to find a way to oh, of course. highlight Leighton's run defense and not his coverage game. Yeah, but let's just get a presence in the middle of that defense, um, someone that can lead them with um, by example and make some plays up front. So let's go Leighton Vanderish at 22. I agree. All right, 23 is the New England Patriots. Um, for me, a top need for them is corner. Um Definitely linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a line. I don't think there's value here for them at QB unless someone like Lamar would have maybe have fallen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
going to corners. Um, like Carlton Davis, I like. I like your boy Isaiah. Yeah. Um, there's some good ball players. Um, yeah, there's definitely Hughes. more. I like definitely like Rashawn Evans. Um, it's a tough pick. All right, so yeah. to me, I think. I think cornerbacks is the most important need for them. I mean, cornerbacks yeah. shores up secondaries. Um, and I think without a corner that can be real shut down, it really hurts your pass rush. It hurts your Absolutely. Rushing, uh, defense. Um, and I think what I would do here. Come on, put the boy Oliver there. You know you want to. What? I said, put the boy Oliver there. You know you want to. Uh, to me, right here, I would take Will Hernandez for the Patriots. Ooh. A little um, sleeper pick, huh? To me, I don't see any of those corners as worth the first-round mm-hmm. picks. I think they a bunch of them have uh, ups and downsides. Um, mm-hmm. I think Will Hernandez has shown that he's a pretty good office player. And I definitely think that gets them uh, back to having an offensive line. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely think that would be a definitely good pick. Keep Brady healthy. Um, 24th. Oh, man. We're getting into the, the hard area here where these teams can just – you have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah. Carolina. Oh, man. You know, I'm looking at corner here. Yeah. Um, looking at interior line. You know what? I think I'm going to do the same as you. I'm going to go Isaiah Wynn here. That's who I was going to get if I didn't get Hernandez. Yeah, I'm going to follow up that interior line pick. Let's sure up Carolina up front a bit. Let's give Cam some help. It's a good pick. Um, so Isaiah Wynn to... Panthers. All right, we got Tennessee Titans coming up next. Titans. Um, I think this is. I think the Titans can find some value at this uh, position. Um, Absolutely. Uh, to me, if you're at 25, um, you definitely need an edge. But I think there's guys that offer value to you as an edge in the second round. Mm-hmm. I just can't pass up on DJ Moore in this position. Um, you get DJ Moore in there. Uh, you know I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, I just think it makes him a lot better of a team. Uh, this is a guy that can give you yards after the catch. He's a guy that can fit right into Mariota's skills of screen passes, little slants. Uh, yep. yep. Mariota has nice touch. He always knows how to lead his runners. So I think they would be a nice connection with each other. I tell you what, if Tennessee goes wide receiver here and they continue to build Mariota's stock of weapons. Um, I mean, you know I'm the biggest Corey Davis fan, so. Oh, yeah. Love Corey Davis. Oh. I just think that would be unbelievable. Oh, this would be um, – I'm just thinking that this would be – this would make think, the Titans – I also think if DJ Moore's not there, I and Hayden Hurst is still on the board or someone like that, uh, I don't think that's a horrible pick with Delaney Walker getting older. 
um, someone that can be the second guy for a year, get a little better. Um, but definitely if DJ Moore is there, that value is crazy and it makes them a better team. Yeah, I'm interested to watch these Titans offensively this year um, with the new coaching staff coming in. Um, I mean, last year, great year with the playoff appearance and everything, but I mean, you could, I, to me, that team was so boring to watch. I agree. Uh, I, I would get would a, be way more exciting. I would get assigned a Titans game at SIS, and I would almost dread doing that game, yeah. and it was tough at times. Yeah. All right, let's move along here. 26, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, man. We could go a variety of ways here, uh, too. Um, I think this is one of the teams and one of the few teams in the league that is really shored up offensively. Um, so, I, I I mean, I've seen Taven Bryan here at this spot. Um, a lot of defense in this area. Uh, this is a tough one. Hmm. Man, if I'm telling you, if Maurice Hurst is there and this team can get him, that would be a game changer at this position. I agree. Um, huh. Leave him Did, out uh, now for now, though, because of his health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do the Atlanta, did the Atlanta Falcons retain Don Terry Poe? Uh, I'm having trouble remembering. I do. I do not. Let me see. No, he's on the Panthers this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't think so. so because that's my number one team need for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to go Harrison Phillips here. Um, uh, given yeah, another gone. big body, Harrison Phillips. No, 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 I was talking about. Oh, uh, oh, Poe. God, you scared yeah. me there. All right, so you go Harrison Phillips. Yeah, we're gonna get him another big body in the middle, help him in that run defense. I like the pick. Um, definitely. And we got the rival like coming up next here. All right, so I got pick twenty-seven. Um, New Orleans. They can go a few different ways here. Um, go tight end and at this point you still have Hayden Hurst I know a lot mm-hmm. of people are into him getting Mike Gusecki or one of those guys who's going to be more of like a Jimmy Graham but yeah. to me the way the Saints offense is now with the running the ball and the power and just the different type of small little plays that can go out for yards I think yeah. Hayden Hurst is their guy here. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a three-level pass catcher. I think he could help in that run game. I think he could just bring some more of that mean football to the Seattle's or the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really changing their identity, and I think he's a player that fits right into it. So I would definitely go Hayden Hurst with this pick. All right. Um, and my other thought for this pick would have been Christian Kirk. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he would be a huge player for them too. All right, so we're going on the 28, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Another team that is just almost there, man. Um, It's really going to depend on how the draft shakes up, I think, depending on where they go here. Um, I'm looking at someone like uh, James Daniels right here, but when you have Maurice Pouncey in the middle and you've already got a pretty decent line, I don't know if you go um, that route, even though he might be the best football player left available. Um, man. Hmm. You know, that secondary did need some help at times. I'm going to go Ronnie Harrison here. Give him a a thumper presence back there again. Yes, sir. All right. Let's see. I would have taken Reed there. Justin Reed? What? No. Justin Reed? Yeah. 
No, I I like Ronnie Harrison a bit more. I still more than like Justin Ronnie Reed. Harrison. Um, the difference for me is not that big, but I am more a little more fan of Reed. All right, so I'm, Jacksonville. I've enlisted for a little bit of offensive tackle help, linebacker, mm-hmm. wide receiver. Um, they could go QB, but for me, I see Jacksonville. I see them trying to get better, winning now, and they mm-hmm. have a first round pick to do that. I think they could get a guy like Laletta or uh, Mike White, someone like that in the later rounds. Absolutely. If it doesn't work out, address it in another draft. But Would you think, consider Mason Rudolph here? What? Would you consider Mason Rudolph here? I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't take him here at 29. Yeah. I'd wait. Um, for me, if I was Jacksonville, you could go linebacker and you could go to the line. Mm. But what I think, and I just said it, I think Christian Kirk is a huge player for them right here. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's kind of good value here, and I think he takes a lot of pressure off Blake Bortles yeah. um, in what he brings to the team. The guy's a speedster. He uh, is good with the ball. He's versatile. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get him out into open fields. You can give him little easy setup plays, screens, uh, slants, stuff like that. So. I sure. think he would be a good weapon for Blake Bortles, and I think he would make Marquise Lee better. Um, I think he'd open up the box for Leonard Fournette. So that's my pick. All righty, 30, uh, Minnesota. Um, this team is going to be so interesting to watch here with uh, Kirk Cousins and kind of just pushing all their chips in the middle of the table here for this season. Um I think they're going to be looking for a home run hit here. Um, similar to that Jags pick, they're going to go somewhere for someone that can uh, try and push them over the top. Yeah. Um, man, that defense is so ferocious. Um, looking O-line here. Um, it was a bit leaky up front at times still. Um, I know it's hard to say that an offensive lineman is someone that will help you win now, but I really think that's what they need. Um, man, I'd love to take James Daniels here, but uh, the center they took last year, uh, Pat Elfline, I think it was, graded out fantastic in his rookie year. What about Billy um, Price? That's who I was thinking. Um, but would you take the chance with the injury in the first round right here? I mean, you have no idea if this guy's going to be able to start um, – training camp or even the season and when you're trying to win now i don't think that's something you're looking for so i think that they uh it depends um there's not enough information and that's tough Um, Mm -hmm. but talent wise i definitely think he's the guy there it's just that a torn peck is tough to come back from man that's a that's an injury that takes some time so yeah i'm gonna go um i'm just gonna go james daniels here um he's someone that can step in at guard um May not have as big of an impact as he would at center, but you are kind of taking some relief off his shoulders by moving into a position um, with not as much responsibility and still allow him to showcase his strength and uh, size and be the monster that he is. I agree. All right, so 31, New England. Um, I think this is an interesting pick for New England. Uh, Uh There's definitely some talent still on the board. Um. To go off the rails a bit here, do you think New England makes a move to get higher up in the draft and try and go quarterback? I don't think so. No? No, I wouldn't. I would take the value of getting two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
trying to win now. And I think if they take, say, New England takes, uh, who did I have them at first? 23. Uh, you have them, yeah, Will Hernandez. Will Hernandez, so I think that helps on their line a lot. Um, and then I'm torn between two picks. I think Cortland Sutton could be a big-time player for them. Um, I think he makes them immediately better. I think he gives Brady a nice red zone target. Yeah. Uh, I think he takes off pressure from Gronk in the red zone. Uh-huh. Um, but then you got to think defensively. Uh, they Rashawn do need Evans. some help defense, man. Rashawn Evans is a real good player. Yeah. Um, he's high value there. Um, but to me, I think at inside linebacker, Bill Belichick will scheme something up. Do whatever, just like he did last year to make his rush defense a lot better in the second half. Yeah. Um, and I think they take Cortland Sutlin. It's uh, an interesting no pick. No Amendola, no Brandon Cooks. I think Cortland Sutton would be a crazy addition for New England, and I think mm-hmm. Brady and Belichick would know exactly how to util- utilize him. That'd be interesting. I'd love to see how that would work out in New England. All right, wrapping up the inaugural uh, first-round mock draft here for East versus West. Um, 32 Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I'm just going to take my boy here, Isaiah Oliver. Let's sure up that secondary some more. Uh, we get Sidney Jones back healthy this year in Philly. Um, on top of the ball players that we already had, um, Philly's just going to be a, another juggernaut this year, I think, man. There's so much talent coming back. It's really incredible to see a team win it all and retain that much talent. I agree. Um, and then you just look at the second round. I mean, you still have guys like Deron Payne, uh, yeah. Darius Geis, Sony Michelle, Rashawn uh, Evans, um, Billy who else Price, we got here? Uh, Billy Price, Frank Ragnow, Austin Carlton Corbett, Davis, Orlando Brown. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of talent in this draft. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to find out, but thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Um, Make sure you hit that subscribe button, uh, share the podcast, help us grow around here. All right, and we will be back on Sunday with Draft Recap. All right, talk to you guys later. Have a good one.